So did you have a toilet paper shortage? <laughs> we did. We did. I don't even Isn't know that crazy? about that. That is the craziest thing. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, oh, we did too. my gosh. Toilet paper and beer. I know. I know. But, you know, that's, yeah, it's just, it's just been such a crazy time, hasn't it? Welcome to Capturing the Abandoned, a foray into the world of rural and urban abandoned exploration. Hello, this is Vincent Gerhardt, and along with my co-host, Mr. Lex Nichols, we'd like to welcome you to episode 17 of Capturing the Abandoned with our guest, Vivian McKenzie. Just a quick PSA before we get into the interview. We may joke a little bit about the pandemic in this episode, but we all know that the coronavirus will not cure itself. So please continue to practice safe distancing and wear your mask. Each one of us can make a difference. What a treat. In this episode of Capturing the Abandoned, Lex and I had the honor and pleasure of interviewing Miss Vivian McKenzie from Russell, Manitoba, Canada. Vivian grew up on the Manitoba prairies where she had always had an appreciation for the back roads and open fields because that is where you could find her playing. She finds repurposing old things always comes naturally to her, whether it was something found or something she bought at a thrift store. And as stated in her bio, Vivian's photography is as much about her as an artist, mother, friend, and human being as it is about her telling a story about the forgotten lost and abandoned. She continues to find herself over and over as she travels the back roads, never knowing what she'll find, but always knowing there's a story to tell. And without further ado, here's our interview with Miss Vivian McKenzie from the vast open plains of Manitoba, Canada. Tonight, we're excited to have with us on the show our second international guest, Miss Vivian McKenzie from Russell, Manitoba, Canada. Hello, Vivian, and welcome to the Capturing the Abandoned podcast. Good evening, guys. Hey, Thanks we're so happy to have me. you. I'm happy to be here. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, we're going we're gonna to ask you some questions and kind of dig into uh, what makes you tick with this uh, type of photography. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Vivian. I'll go ahead and start this out. Do you want to give us a little background on yourself? Uh, you got some really fun stuff in your bio, um, but just kind of tell us about you, why you like this, you know, where you're located at, and we'll get this rolling. All right. Well, I'm uh, born on the prairies here in Manitoba. I grew up uh, probably about 30 minutes north of the North Dakota border. So my whole life, I've lived rurally. Uh, so the back roads are home to me. Growing up, my dad was a custom harvester. And so my mama comes from Texas. 
So we had a lot of road trips down south, and I think that sort of planted the seed, I would say. Yeah, a lot of travel. A lot of travel, yeah. There was a lot of travel back and forth. And like I said, a lot of time spent out on the back roads, you know. So that kind of was, uh, I think, just born into me. Yeah, so um, how did you get started in this type of photography? Well, I think I've always been a bit of a treasure hunter. You know, I've always loved vintage things. And when I was a little girl, we lived along the Red River. And so when the flood water would go down, I would always be out picking, you know, looking for bottles or driftwood. So, you know, my interest in photography sort of blended into the back roads, uh, old houses, old cars, treasure hunting for me, really. Yeah, the rural lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely, the rural lifestyle. And, yeah, I shoot everything and anything on the prairie. So, you know, abandoned yards, you know, we have some pretty amazing skies here in Manitoba. We have big sky. Yeah, wide open spaces. And so that's kind of how it just all sort of merged together. I don't know. It was never really, it just happened. What's your favorite subjects to shoot? Are you into cars or houses? Cars, old cars for sure. Yeah, yeah. You have a uh, that, bunch of them in your feed, and they're they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really gravitate to the old cars. Uh, there's something about that rust and metal for sure. Uh, old houses, you know, I really enjoy. You know that sort of stuff. Like, you know, I think from being a kid, uh, like I said, my mom is from Texas, and we would spend the summers down there. And my grandfather was an antique car collector. So I have these great memories of, you know, riding in the local parade, throwing out candy and stuff. And I think my love of old cars started there. So, again, I think that's just always been a part of me. So when I find the old cars, I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. Well, you have some beautiful ones in there. And then just a lot of rural shots and lots of snow. We don't see much of it here. So it's nice to see that. Up here on the prairies, there's we get the seasons, and uh, you know, winter, fall, summer, spring—they're all just magnificent, really. Oh yeah, awesome. Well, and we're from Colorado, so everybody thinks it, you know, neck deep snow and skiing, and but we're we're out on the prairie, so we get a little bit of it during the winter, but we're more uh, flatlanders. <laughs> yeah, kind of like where you're at, probably. Yeah, I, I, your photographs often uh, look very similar to mine as far as the landscape. I've noticed definitely a similarity. Yeah, I sent a lot of similarities in style and everything, except maybe yours look a little better. But um, yeah, it's, oh, it's I, kind of fun well, to compare that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm flattered, but I definitely don't think they're better. I'm big fans of you guys, and you guys, uh, you're always finding you. some uh, great treasures down there. Oh, yeah, there's, Thank some, you. there's some goodies. You bet. Thank you. So, Vivian, what kind of equipment do you use when you go out taking pictures? Well, I shoot with a Nikon uh, D750. Uh, it's my first full-frame camera, so it's been a little bit of an adjustment for me, getting things right, right, trying to get composition better and stuff, but I'm working away at it. Anytime you move to uh, make the switch from, you know, a phone or a mat or a automatic camera, you know, when you start using a little bit more robust camera, 
it kind of forces yeah. you to learn how to use some of the manual functions and your work sure uh, looks great. We can't tell what you're using and that's the beauty in doing this, yeah. you know, whether you do it with a phone or, you know, if you have yeah. a $200 camera or a $2,000 one. So that's, that's the beauty of doing this. Yeah, to me, you know what, it, as long as you're out, you know, shooting, taking pictures, you know, out on an adventure, it, it doesn't matter to me what you're using. I actually just, uh, I just bought my first film camera and I haven't played around with it too much. So I'm looking forward to that this summer for sure. Awesome. Yeah. That yep. is, I, I I'm an old school kind of girl for sure. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this film thing out. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have somewhere that'll uh, process your film? Yeah. We have, I'd have to send it into Winnipeg. Uh, not, not anywhere local. Right. That's kind of the way it is here. We can't do it at Walmart anymore. Or most of no. the pro photo labs are shut down. So it's all, yeah. it's all digital. That's all right. So what kind of uh, manual camera did you get? Oh, it's a, it's an icon as well. Um, oh, I can't good. remember the make. I don't remember the make of it. I bought it. Uh, I bought it used from uh, a photographer. Uh, so I have no experience with film and uh, I was kind of guided along the way. So I had no idea what I was buying. So it'll be, it'll be an experiment for sure. Well, you'll enjoy it. I'm sure. Yep. Welcome to the machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot, shooting digital. Um, what's your what are you what are you using to edit your photos and put them up there for the world to see? Um, as far as like program, I use Lightroom and Photoshop. Uh, I'm not a great editor. You know, I'm basically sort of self-taught, so I just fool around with them. And you know, I like I said, I'm not I'm not a professional editor by any means. So I kind of stick to the basics. Hey, whatever works. Yeah, your pictures are amazing, so can't go wrong with that. Well, thank you. I'm flattered. Mm -hmm, yeah. So how long have you been uh, taking pictures and running cameras and all that good stuff? Oh, for as long as I can remember. You know, I've always had a camera of some sort. Uh, probably more seriously, maybe the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. I seen on your feed that it was like April of 2019 was your first post. Just a little over a year, huh? Well, you know, it took me a long time to get into the social media thing. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> again, I'm a little old school. You know, I had Facebook and stuff for my personal, you know, things. But, you know, I really didn't, uh, I didn't really have a platform for my work. And to be perfectly honest, I really didn't think it was that great. So, yeah, that, that's when I first started posting on Instagram. So. Uh, I'm pretty new to all that social media stuff as far as my photography goes. Well, it looks like you're well, doing a good job. Yes, it does. So, uh, Vivian, what's the shadiest or the worst place that you've been to and photographed? Do you have one of those? Like the shittiest in a bad way or in a good way? <laughs> in, a, in a bad way. The good way is coming. We want to hear your oh. bad story first. <laughs> well, my bad story, uh, it was last summer. And uh, I came across this old abandoned house and it was sitting in the middle of a canola field and it, the canola was blooming and it was beautiful. And it was just, you know, picturesque, uh, big blue Manitoba sky. And so it was probably about a, oh, half a mile 
into this field. And, you know, I don't give up easily. And I, it was probably 32 degrees out and humid. And so I started walking through this canola field. And it was hotter than hell, and it was past my waist, and I could see this house in the distance, and I was going to get there, or at least close enough to get some good pictures. And so I got closer, and I was, you know, I was exhausted. And so I finally got close enough. I took a few pictures, and I thought, okay, well, I'm this close. I'm going to go right up to the house. So I get up to the house, and I get up to the doorway, and I'm, you know, looking around, and all of a sudden, this raccoon comes running down these rickety old stairs, and I, I scared the shit right out of me, and I <laughs> had to hightail it all the way back back <laughs> to that field. Like, you know, these critters are like, it wasn't happy to see me there, so that was the shittiest uh, find, I guess you could say. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's that's a good story. I just saw a post on Instagram with this lady feeding like 10 raccoons and everybody said, hey, this is where all this uh, rabid stuff started. (laughs) Well, you never know, right? I mean, I I don't like getting too close to them. But yeah, so that was, you know, I got I got some good pictures, though. So it didn't end out that bad. So that was your shadiest place. So what what was your your favorite story you like to tell from your adventures? Oh gosh. You know, I've had so many, you know, great experiences. You know, I'm, I'm a, typically, I just, you know, I don't usually plan where I'm going very seldom. And most of the time I'll just jump in the truck with my camera and just hit the open road. So, you know, I've come across so many amazing, interesting places. I, you know, I think one of my favorites was, a. It was an old Volkswagen car uh, parked beside, I think there's a picture of it on my Instagram, an old Volkswagen car parked beside this old granary. And it was just a random find. And I think that was probably one of my my favorites for sure. Nice. So we have a kind of a combination question. Is that that one of your best places or or can you, do you have a best shot? Is that kind of relate to one of your best shots? Or are those two different subjects? Like the the Volkswagen car? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite shots. Yeah. Uh, you know, I it's hard to pick a favorite. If you look through your own feed, is there something that sticks out in your mind where if somebody said, hey, show me your best shot, is, is that what it would be? Uh, there's uh, there's an abandoned town, and it's called Insinger, Saskatchewan. And that was like really the first abandoned town I went to. And it, it really is, is just abandoned. And there's a church. And I took a picture of it one morning. I was lucky enough and it was after a rain. Um, the church itself also was abandoned. And it was probably taken about 5.30 in the morning after a rain. And there was a puddle on the road in front of it. I shot that picture with a reflection of the church in the puddle. And I think that I, that would be my favorite photo I ever did. Yeah. Oh, it's nice when you can get a reflection and get some depth to your picture. That's for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. And the sky was just so colorful. It was just, uh, it kind of took my breath away just being there at that moment. Perfect timing. Yeah. 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 Probably won't happen again. So we like to check with you, you know, whoever we visit with to see if they have any art shows or exhibitions that they're doing or anything like that. Have you got anything like that going on, Vivian? Well, I did a show this past uh, fall in Winnipeg at uh, a gallery called Gallery Lacoste. 
So the show went on and it was great. And so my work is in there being curated uh, full time now, which is wonderful. Alicia is an amazing uh, gal and she really just has a great appreciation for photography. And then I also have my work being sold in a couple local studios here in Manitoba. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Nice when you can get your work out there to be seen for sure. Yeah. So Vivian, um, do you have any upcoming plans? Do you have any uh, uh, big excursions that you're going to go on? Or are you working on any books or do you have any uh, um, solo shows or anything? Well, we were having one uh, planned again at uh, Gallery Lacoste for the spring. But with all the COVID going on, we had to postpone that. So I don't have anything really on the uh, forefront right now, uh, except to get back out there and, uh, you know, do some exploring and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So you, you brought up the COVID thing. So where you're at, is it a big, a huge issue or are you rural enough that it's not affecting a lot of people? Uh, we're rural enough that it really isn't affecting a lot of people. Fortunately, uh, you know, we've had no cases uh, in the area I live in. So life is, you know, pretty normal considering. Good. Do you have to wear a mask everywhere or no? No, not at all. No, we're, like I said, we're pretty lucky here. Um, You know, people, you know, in the beginning were, uh, you know, sort of staying home and, you know, self-isolating, you know, isolating at home. But, uh, you know, now things are, you know, people are back, you know, businesses are opening up and uh, people are still social distancing and, you know, that sort of thing. But it's, uh, it's coming around. I mean, again, we were pretty lucky up this way. So did you have a toilet paper shortage? <laughs> we did. We did. I don't even Isn't that crazy? know about that. That is the craziest thing. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, we did too. Oh my gosh. Toilet paper and beer. I know. I know. But you know, that's yeah, it's just it's just been such a crazy time, hasn't it? I was just gonna say say it was so bad people are using the the pages out of our book to for for their needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny. It's good good bung fodder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have like do you have like a Walmart close to you, or what's the nearest big store? Oh, we again, we live pretty rurally. Um, you know, the closest Walmart would be probably an hour away. But you know, to be honest, I really haven't really been out and about in any bigger centers too much yet. So, do you have just like a small like a mom and pop grocery stores and stuff? Yeah, yeah, pretty small town. Good. You got somebody that can run block on the toilet paper aisle then. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that and hand sanitizer. That was another thing that was uh, oh, yeah. uh, pretty scarce yeah. around here. It, it's crazy, you know, and, and the liquor stores were considered essential here. I I know. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna mention that too. Like up here as well. Yeah, the liquor stores. They were essential, and they stayed open full hours. <laughs> so the, yep. the weed shops were essential, too, apparently. I, yep. I know. I know, right? I don't Crazy. know how that all came about. 
Yeah, yeah. crazy self, time. Self-medication, so I guess whatever <laughs> works. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, I'll get off my COVID kick. I just wanted to see if it was the same where you're at. Yeah, yeah it's always nice like to pretty, compare. Pretty similar, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Sorry, I didn't mean to no. run the train off the no, track. No, no problem. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I liked it, actually. So, Vivian, do you have a few people you'd like to do a shout-out for? We'd like to give everybody an opportunity to, you know, oh, mention anybody yeah. that influences them or some people that are just stick out for them or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've got a few, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Barnet from Winnipeg. I've uh, had the opportunity to go out exploring with him, and he is just phenomenal. Great work. Uh, Ryan Steed, Todd Lindman. Uh, Jill Coop, of course, she is, uh, she's wonderful. Common with Chaos, uh, Steve, he's, you know, DJ Fowler. There's so many, like you guys, you guys do some fantastic work too. So, well, you know, you. there's, thank it you. goes on, it goes on and on. Uh, Strange Orbit is another one I follow and uh, I'm inspired by everybody's work. You know, it just pushes me to, to do better, be better and just, you know, get up there and explore. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I have a quick question, and this is kind of off subject, so I apologize. But have no. you ever seen? There's a photographer. He's one of my favorite Canadian photographers. His name's Ryan Wench. No, yeah. I haven't. Is, is that right, Vincent? Yep. He's a storm chaser, but he's an abandoned photographer too, and he doesn't post very often. But when he does, it's it's pretty stellar. I just didn't know if you're probably like no. us, you know, we're, we're one little bitty piece in Colorado. And you're like, do you hear this guy up in uh, upstate New York? His <laughs> name is Jim Bob. So anyway, no, I just, I I, I'm going to have to, I'll check out his work for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I like storm, storm chasing photography as well. Actually my first uh, photography lessons, I guess you could say uh, was with uh, Steve Johnson and he is a storm chaser and uh pretty legendary or greg johnson was his name sorry he storm chases and he does abandoned work and it's just unbelievable so vivian how can people get in touch with you what what's the best way is it through um direct message on instagram is it a website or an email yeah uh yeah just a direct message on instagram probably the the easiest and the best way yeah good so is there anything you would like to add? No, I can't think of anything. I, uh, I'm just looking forward to getting uh, out there this summer and, uh, you know, doing some exploring and, you know, getting to see all, all of your work and everybody else's work out there on Instagram. So, Well, good. Well, it's sure been uh, a pleasure, uh, refreshing to uh, uh, get to chat with you. And it's always fun to, to hear what somebody else is doing and, especially when we get um, somebody that's out of the, the Southern U S you know, it's nice, nice to get some uh, Canadian folks and you guys have a lot of uh, wonderful places, a lot of vast prairies, but it's just, it's a little bit different than where we're at. So it was a pleasure to get to uh, pick your brain and chat with you. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. It was a real pleasure, Vivian. And, uh, we will get this out as soon as we can and very happy to have you and thank you. Take care. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you so Take much. Take care, guys. Okay. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. 
Thanks so much, Ms. Vivian, for being our guest and sharing your abandoned story with us on this episode of Capturing the Abandoned. You can find Vivian on Instagram as Vivian underscore Lee underscore McKenzie, and that's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E, of Fluid Imagery. And please be sure to give her a follow. The music bed for the show is titled Used to Be a Fast Car and was composed and performed by Mr. Lex Nichols, my good friend and co-host. You can find more of Lex's music on his website at lexnichols.com, on his YouTube channel, Spotify, Pandora, and of course, iTunes. You can find our Facebook page by searching for Capturing the Abandoned, and we'll use this page to share our podcast information, including our show notes and artwork for each episode, and information on locations where you can download, stream, and or subscribe to it. In addition to the Facebook page, we've also created a Facebook group at the same location called Capturing the Abandoned International, which is dedicated to the purpose of showcasing the images, stories, and the people who create the images and art of this genre. This is where we hope to have anyone and everyone from any country post and share their rural and urban abandoned pictures and stories with everyone else. So please stop by and contribute. We've reached the end of this episode of Capturing the Abandoned, and we hope that you have enjoyed it. You should be able to find this podcast wherever fine podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, and more. Please subscribe and be sure to let any of your adventurous friends and relatives know about this podcast. Your feedback is important to us, so please feel free to reach out to us at capturingtheabandoned at gmail.com and leave us your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions on how we can improve this show and bring you the best Capturing the Abandoned experience. Fun times, exciting guests, and abandoned content are up ahead, so please stay tuned. And until next time, be safe out there.